This Talking Flutes podcast is kindly sponsored by Trevor James Flutes, making life sound beautiful. You can show them some flute love by following them on Instagram at TJ Flutes, Trevor James Flutes on Facebook, and at trevorjamesflutes.com. This is Talking Flutes and I'm Claire Southworth. I was listening yesterday to a big band on the radio, playing lots of classic songs by Glenn Miller, Fats Waller and Gershwin. And it got me reminiscing about some of my most enjoyable times as a flutist, playing many of these classics as a member of the flute group Bamboozle. So I thought today I'd chat about my experiences of playing in a flute group. Now I'm talking about 30 years ago so my memory is a little hazy about some of the details. Let's start though by having a little listen to one of our recordings from all those years ago. The quality isn't great, but it will give you an idea. Thank you. 
Moonlight Serenade, played by Bamboozle, which comprised of five flutes, string bass and drums. All of us were connected through the Royal Northern College of Music in Manchester. I actually taught all the others at some point in their student days. And the members were Helen Brew, Kirsten Spratt, Rachel Holt and Sarah Bull, with Corin Long on double bass and Richard Benjafield on drums. I'd always loved this style of music and I always wanted to be able to play light jazz. So this was my opportunity and I loved every moment. We also played arrangements of classical music and had a couple of pieces without instruments by William Scheinstein, which involved clapping, whistling, slapping and foot tapping. It's amazing that with only percussive sounds, you can still hear a melody. Chamber music of any sort is such a great learning experience. Playing with others develops skills which you can't learn practicing for hours alone. Skills such as oral awareness, playing in tune, keeping rhythmic, playing together as a unit, voicing and knowing when to project, when to keep under the main melody lines and when to play louder to fill up the harmonies. Generally, just being aware of all the other players in the group, looking, listening and learning. When we first got together, there was no repertoire and we, we began by using uh, flute quartet music and adding a fifth voice doubling up on one of the parts. Then we started commissioning friends at college uh, to make arrangements for us and tried our hands at doing the same, not always so successful. I remember arranging Forey's Fantasy for five flutes and it was pretty rubbish, but we needed the repertoire. After a few years, we'd managed to collate a sizable collection, including Lounging at the Waldorf, Summertime, Ain't Misbehaving, Alligator Crawl, and from the classical world, Rachmaninoff Vocalese, Rybsky Korsakoff Bumblebee, Paganini Motor Perpetuo, Chopin Minute Waltz, Bach's Branagh Burke and Jones No. 3, Bedini and Air on a G-string. As time went by, we just expanded with the great composers, Debussy, Tchaikovsky, Mendelssohn and Sarti. Here's another snippet of one of our classical arrangements, The Gorgeous Vocalese by Rachmaninoff.
was Rachmaninoff's Vocalese. Now, as a group, we were very recognisable. We had a uniform of black evening tails, white shirts, black trousers and colourful bow ties. We also had matching evening dresses made for us all. So we invested a great deal of money into music, arrangements and concert gear, not to mention all the hours of practice. I remember that I was the only member of the group that had a car and the five of us used to pile into my small car to drive to gigs. We soon had quite a following and travelled to Europe and the States, plus all around the UK and recorded for the BBC, radio and television. One memorable occasion was in Leeds Town Hall, I think, in the north of England. It was the equivalent, the northern equivalent, of a night at the London Palladium, where many different acts from music and the stage would each have a slot to showcase their acts. The headline act was Little and Large, two English comics who had a very successful TV series which had run for many years. At the end of the show, all the acts lined up to take the applause from the audience. Now, I managed to manoeuvre myself to stand next to Eddie Large, and as we were all bowing, he congratulated us on our performance and said how much he'd enjoyed it. So I cheekily said, thanks very much, would you like us to come on your TV show? And then I slipped our business card into his top pocket. He laughed at this, um, and I thought nothing more until a few weeks later when I had a phone call from the BBC asking us to take part in the show. We of course agreed, and Julie turned up at the BBC studios without any idea of what we would be doing. The session was a brainstorming one, and after a few hours, the BBC team had come up with the idea of us playing the typewriter song uh, by Leroy Anderson. Have a look on YouTube for this. It's very funny, and will give you an idea of what we did. There are many versions, all very funny. The actual recording was hilarious. Little and Large are incredibly funny, and it was hard to keep a straight face. But we had such great fun, and it was a completely different way of working and performing for us. I think that music performance can often seem too serious, and this experience and our performances show that there can also be a great deal of fun in a more relaxed atmosphere, and I certainly miss those performances. In those days, there was no internet, and so all our networking was done by snail mail and telephone. We managed to get an agent, which certainly helped with some of the admin, but most of our work came because of our own communications and contacts. As you can hear, we used all the flutes from piccolo to alto and bass. These days, there are so many flute groups, but we were, I think, the first of this type. As individuals, we learnt so much from our rehearsing and performing. So if any of you listeners have the opportunity to play in a flute chamber group or choir, take it. It's a world away from the confines of just classical flute playing and develops all your musical skills. I delved into the flute choir scene again a few years after Bamboozle, forming a choir called London Flutes. We had Daniel Palethorpe, Karen Jones, Joran Markison, Helen Brew, Gary Wolfe, Luke Strevens, amongst others. Twelve in total. The first rehearsal was incredible. The sound that those stunning players made was something I'd never experienced before. Absolutely mesmerising. We played a few times around London and at my flute summer school. But the job of keeping it going, finding venues and finding a time to suit all those players became too tricky. Luckily today, there are many flute clubs, choirs and a vast selection of repertoire. So it's much easier today and I can't recommend it enough. 
Let's hope that post-Covid we can all start to participate in chamber music and choirs without any fear of infection, because music making is crucial to a healthy lifestyle and mental health. And with that thought, let's finish with a dash of bumblebees. was Flight of the Bumblebee by Rimsky-Korsakoff, played by Bamboozle. Thanks, as always, for listening. I will talk later this year about how to work within flute choirs. And if you'd like me to cover any topic, please write in with any podcast requests at our usual email address, flutepodcasts at gmail.com. Also, you can follow us on our designated Facebook page, Talking Flutes, or Twitter and Instagram, at Flute or at flute. Until next time, happy fluting and goodbye from me. Talking Flutes and Talking Flutes Extra are podcast productions by the Trevor James Flute Company. For more information, visit trevorjamesflutes.com.